If you want to get into Nogales, Arizona from Mexico, you've got options. Matter of fact, uh, Nogales is the biggest port in the state of Arizona and, and actually the model port of the state of Arizona. We have five port of entries in our city alone. Arturo Garino is the mayor here. Says there's a pedestrian walkway, a truck crossing, an airport. We also have a, a crossing, a, a border crossing for cattle. You have a border crossing for cattle? Yes. <laughs> yes, we've had, we've had that for many, many years. Garino's been the mayor under President Obama and under President Trump. And while Nogales has only 20,000 people living on the U.S. side of the border, there are hundreds of thousands on the Mexican Sonora side. We don't have a buffer zone like other states. You know that the border is is maybe a mile away from the town or the city or or, or hundreds of yards. No, our cities are one street divides us. And in the middle of that street runs the border. Nogales's main street actually runs all the way to Mexico City. So our corridor is a very, very busy corridor for trade and for tourism and everything. The main, main highway, it ends in Nogales, and, and that's why we're considered the Canamex corridor, the American-Canadian-Mexican corridor. And in, uh, in the billions, of billions of dollars of trade go through Nogales. And this is, this is trade that's not only for the state of Arizona, but it's for the whole nation. What, what I found so interesting is, like, you actually have the border wall that Trump keeps talking about. You have those slats. Yes. <laughs> and we've had it for a, over 20-some years. Like I like to tell everybody, we're actually a city of 400,000 divided by a fence. The mayor doesn't have a problem with this wall, but he says the Trump administration is pushing even fortified cities like Nogales to firm up their borders. Since we first aired this interview, this kind of pressure has only gotten more intense. This weekend, Trump's Homeland Security Secretary resigned, reportedly after refusing to shut down the border completely. So today felt like a good day to revisit our conversation with Mayor Garino, a conversation about how his city is beginning to change and what border towns like his really want. I'm Mary Harris. You're listening to What Next. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Discover. When it comes to your finances, Discover wants you to know they are the credit card that is always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We are talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Can you describe Nogales a little bit? How long have you lived there? I was born. I was born here in Nogales in 1952. Mayor Garino has lived in Nogales his whole life. It's a small border town, 60 miles due south of Tucson, a place where over the last few decades, borders have been redefined, hardened. When I was very young, like, you know, eight years old or so, or even younger, we used to live about two blocks away from the border. We, we are friends and everything on Saturdays. We used to play and we used to go towards this little canyon that had you know, some cattle ponds and stuff like that. And sometimes we were playing and we would jump cattle fences and stuff. And 
And as I grew and got older and I looked in that direction now, we were actually playing in Mexico. Because back then, uh, uh, it was nothing but a cattle fence that divided both uh, Sonora and Arizona. Just in the center of town, just in a little piece of the center of town, there was a like an eight-foot chain-link fence. And we had our events. This is the way it was, like our Fiesta de Mayo and, and a lot of events. Our parade went into Mexico, looped around, and then come back. And their parades would loop into Nogales, Arizona, and then turn around and then go back. This is what life was like in Nogales for years, until the early 2000s. When it really dramatically changed was 9-11. At mm. that time, before 9-11, you could cross into, into Arizona from Mexico just by saying U.S. citizen. And, and they would question you just a tad, and then you would come across. You didn't have to have a passport. You didn't have to have anything. But if, they, if there was suspicion, they would ask you for an ID or something like that. But now it's, it's, it's gone to the point that we need to have a passport that's uh, a card to go across the line. And then they, they scan it when we come across uh, to make sure that we're U.S. citizens. It's very, very different now uh, than when I was growing up. So I'm following the immigration debate and what Trump is saying from Washington. And he keeps showing this picture of these steel slats and saying, this is what we can build in terms of a wall. And it strikes me that's that's exactly what you seem to have in Nogales. When when did the steel slats go up? I can't pinpoint exactly the date, but uh, we had these metal landing mats from Vietnam. Uh, and what they did is um, they they put them ver- vertically, and then they welded them together. That was our wall. It was about, I don't know, about 12 feet or something like that. And then later on, we had a little section made out of concrete, which was a real wall. And, but it was more like a designer wall just in the in the Dicassini port of entry to make it look nice, you know, when you went, and you could see through it. You could see through, through the, the concrete? Uh, Yes, it would. It, what it is is, it was made out of concrete and it had big squares with mesh that you could actually see into Nogales Sonora, and then and then after that, then it's when we got these metal uh, uh, bollard fence, and and this is a big thick steel of about four or six inches wide, and they are they're in, in some places are from eighteen to twenty feet high, and so this has been this is the evolve how everything's been evolving, but now. Uh, it's evolved to the point that, you know, we've had the wall, like I've been telling everybody, and, and we haven't had any problems with the wall. It's just been evolving into a, an 18-foot wall, and now we have the, the wire, and, and so that is our concern right now. When he says wire, Mayor Garino is talking about concertina wire. That's the kind of barbed wire you'd find lining prisons or on a battlefield. It's embedded with little razors. This is the latest addition to Nogales' border wall, installed over the past few weeks by the military. In November of last year, uh, that's when they started installing the first strand on the very top. And then uh, the weekend came by, you know, past weekend. I wasn't in town, and I I didn't get back till about 11 o'clock at night. But while I was out of town, one of my constituents called and said, "Uh, Mayor, uh, what's up with the wire? And, And I said, what do you mean what's up with the wire? And he goes, uh, they're installing concertina wire. And I said, yeah, well, they started back in November. He said, no, 
they're installing it all the wall to the ground, and it looks hideous. And uh, and I said, well, wait, wait a minute. So when I got in town at 11 o'clock at night, I couldn't see it that good. I could see that it was there because I drove right up to it. But then the following morning on Sunday, that's when I drove up and I was in shock. When I saw it, I couldn't believe it. Can you describe it for me just a little bit? You said you went up and, you, and it shocked you. Just sh- tell me what you saw. Well, it's got about six strands, six coils. And this was a, this wall is, is 18 feet high. You know, it goes up and down like a snake up the valleys, down the mountains. Because like I say, it's very hilly here. And it's down to the ground, completely down to the ground. So you can't see the wire. If you're in Mexico, you cannot see the wire unless you see it through the through the space that's between. There's a little space between maybe about two and a half inches or three inches where you can see it. So you're worried that someone's going to just think, oh, I'll climb the wall, but then get caught in this horrible mess of wire. Yeah, because if somebody climbs it and they, they don't know anything, and somebody decides to climb it and, and, and it's pitch black, that's when something's going to happen, yes. Uh-huh. And since it's right down to the ground, any child, because there, it goes, it goes uh, some of the areas on the west and east side of the downtown area are maybe 20 feet, 10, 15 feet away from the house, a house, because it's, it's, it's a road that was built by Border Patrol for their access. So that's the only thing that divides it, like one, the width of a car. The mayor's worries here are really basic. On the U.S. side, he worries about kids or pets getting hurt. Then if someone tried to scale the fence and got stuck in the wire, he's not sure emergency services could help them out. And all this razor wire curled along the border, he says, it just looks like we're trying to keep Americans in, not like we're trying to keep Mexicans out. I don't know what they're doing. Are they testing this here in Nogales? Are we the Constantina poster child? I don't think so. This is America. We're in the United States. You know, what, what do you, what do you want, what do you, why are you doing this? We have a checkpoint 20-some miles north of here on Interstate 19 that we have to go through. All the Nogales U.S. citizens have to go through if we wanted to go to Tucson every day. So we're between a checkpoint and a border already. And now, Concertina wire? What's after that? Hmm. You, get, you get really fired up when you talk about this. It, yes, it bothers me. Because, uh, you know, I was born and raised here in Nogales. This is my city. This is our city, the city residents of Nogales. And, and, and the way I feel and the way the merchants and the way the produce companies and the way everybody has been talking to me in my office and everybody's concerned. This is not, this should not be happening to our community. You know, when, when 65 to 70% of our city sales tax depends on people from Nogales, Sonora crossing, to buy here daily, of course, of course, there's a concern. We might not see the impact within the next month or two, but you leave that wire there for for months, or or, or years or whatever, uh, and, which is very common that the government does that. They'll put something on and they say it's temporary, and then it's still there ten years from now. So the administration wants to keep people out, but you're actually saying our town relies on people coming in. Yes, I'm talking the legal way. People coming in through our ports. Like I said, we have a wall. I just I feel like we're seeing all sorts of people begin to express dissent in different ways, whether it's, you know, the president going to El Paso and 
Beto O'Rourke leading a protest or California saying they're going to pull their National Guard troops away from the border. They're going to pull them back or people like you who are saying, what are we doing here? I just wonder where this ends. Um, you know, I don't know. This is a, 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 the opportunity for us and, and maybe for the rest of the country to really understand. And, and I've had people call me and they say, you know, Mayor, you know, they're doing the right thing. Yeah, but you live in Boise, Idaho, or you live in North Dakota. Well, of course. They have never seen the border. They have never lived here. This is our livelihood, our, our city. It's a beautiful city. You know, and like I said, we've accepted everything. It sounds like what you're saying is that the wall has been there a long time, but with this wire, you're worried it becomes this new normal. Yes, this is very concerning. This is, this is not right, what they're doing now. Mayor Garino, I'm really grateful for your time. Thank you. All right, that's the show. What Next is hosted by me, Mary Harris, and the show is produced by Mary Wilson, Jason DeLeon, and Anna Martin. Help other people find the show. Leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Talk to you tomorrow.